Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song, Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. This episode contains explicit content, so listener discretion advised. Hi, everyone. It's Emily Nagoski, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. I'm a sex educator and researcher, and as you know, this week is all about sex. So today we're discussing, drumroll, orgasms. Everyone wants one, but almost none of us understand them. 
Today, I'm going to explain the role of orgasms in our lives and how to have more of them if that's what you want to do. Science has been wrong about orgasm in every way that it is possible to be wrong. Around the 1970s, this idea that women's orgasm is not selected for by evolution, it doesn't have a reproductive function particularly, turned into the idea that women's orgasms aren't important, as if we could measure the importance of a phenomenon by its relevance to reproduction. Even if we could accept that, like, orgasm doesn't have a reproductive role, that does not mean that it is not important or does not matter. If you want it and you like it, that matters. That's what's important. When people are struggling with orgasm, there's two directions they can go. They can't have them or it takes too long. Or on the other side, they're happening too fast. Premature ejaculation, of course, is this side of the coin. They would like to have more control over their orgasms. And there are evidence-based strategies. The primary one is called the stop-start technique, which was developed for people with penises to control ejaculation. But it can absolutely be used for people with vulvas who are interested in having control over their speed of traversing their erotic landscape. And it's very simple. You begin stimulation, you get pretty close to orgasm, and then you stop stimulation and allow your arousal to back down. And then you approach orgasm again, and then you back back down. And then you approach orgasm and you back back down. And this gives you practice getting close and pulling back so that you have that control When people struggle to have orgasm because they feel like it's taking too long or because they don't have orgasm, first of all, it's extremely common. The research is almost exclusively on cisgender women, so I'm basically talking about cisgender women here. Approximately 12% of cisgender women under the age of 28 have not yet had an orgasm to their knowledge. Also, I have been persuaded by the research that anyone who's interested enough in sex to want to have an orgasm can have one, given the right context. When people struggle with orgasm, it's very often because there's a whole bunch of noise in their head. Especially if you've been, like, trying really hard to have an orgasm, you really want to have an orgasm, and you get to a high level of arousal, and then your brain starts going... Oh, am I having an orgasm right now? Oh, no. Am I doing it wrong? Am I ever going to have an orgasm? What does it say about me as a person if I never have an orgasm? So one of the keys to learning to have an orgasm when you struggle with it is to notice all that noise in your head and just put it on a shelf somewhere else and return your attention to the pleasurable sensations that are happening in your body. And then the chatter will come back and you're just, hello, chatter. You just notice it and you put it on a shelf and you return your attention to the pleasurable sensations happening in your body. In terms of using communication with your partner, because sex can be difficult to talk about, by which I mean it can often feel like our entire identities are tied to criticism around our sexual performance, it is helpful to talk to your partner like they are already a superhero. We don't want them to feel criticized, but we do want to get what we want. So talk to your partner about the things they are already doing right I love the way you do this. You know when I make that noise, what it means is that you are doing things that are blowing my mind. And then you say, 
I'd like to try something. Would it be okay with you if we... I wonder how about when I make that sound, that means don't stop. Keep going. Improving their understanding of how to participate in the co-creation of your orgasm. That's all for today. You can learn more about orgasms in Chapter 8 of my book, Come As You Are. Tomorrow my last day hosting Radio Headspace, and I'm going to end the week by discussing the science of relationships and some tips on how to make them thrive. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you then. Hi everyone, Kaysunga here. If you're here, I assume that you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on the show and our wonderful host, Robin. We talk about life. There is a level of almost addiction here where mm-hmm. you're addicted to just information. It's like information overload. Relationships, before mm-hmm. you can spread love and kindness to others, You have to first cultivate it within yourself. Yeah. And anything else you can think to ask us. The first step with any change that you want to make is that acceptance and that awareness. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts.